This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, for many years now, Dunedin Folk Club, formerly known as the New Edinburgh Folk Club, has been supporting local musicians uh, with a grounding in traditional and contemporary acoustic music. Uh, also offering much in the way of a varied program for the general public to enjoy. We thought we'd take the opportunity to catch up with Bernadette Berry about how, where the club is at these days. Morena, Bernadette, great to have you with us. Hi, good morning. Bernadette, perhaps uh, we could start with a little bit of a, a, a history. How long have you been associated with the Dunedin Folk Club? Oh, <laughs> probably 40 years. Um, a long time, not right from its beginning, but um, not too long after it became the New Edinburgh Folk Club, and which ben- was in the late 70s. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it would have been early 80s that I became connected with the Folk Club. And how would you describe the Folk Club's mission? And, you know, is it the same now as it was when you first joined 40 years ago? Well, yeah, the mission's a the same because when the New Edinburgh Folk Club formed, it became a um, incorporated society, so we had to have a constitution. I wasn't part of that, but what the aim of that is is to give local well, give local musicians an opportunity to learn from others, so that we're bringing musicians from all around the world and the country to Dunedin for people to experience that, to give the general public um, contact with a different style of music other than what they get on commercial radios. And, you know, in those days it was all just rock music and pubs. You never got anything else. Um, So, yeah, that was really the aim is to just bring music to people and give people the opportunity to perform and learn new styles, experience different instruments, that sort of thing. And part of it's that, still of course, the same. yeah. And part of that is your, your regular opportunities to meet together. Tell us about how and when that happens at the moment. It's for a very long time been on a Sunday night, every Sunday night. For a short period of time, sort of in the nineties, a lot of our performers were. Um, performing musicians and, you know, out there regularly going around and it was a very big live scene at that stage. So a lot of our performers were dropping off and that in those days we were meeting on a Friday night and that just wasn't working. So the club sort of moved, tried to move. We closed our premises that we had in those days because we just couldn't keep them going. And then we started moving around different places and sort of went to once a month. But it just didn't work. Nobody knew what week of the month it was. And um, the club almost died, really, at some point in the 90s. So then we decided we had to get back to weekly things and so that anybody travelling through the country, through the city, just knew that they could turn up on that night and something would be happening. And so we started back again on Sunday nights and every Sunday night we have been um, doing something for many, many years. We don't do it on long weekends because people tend to be going away to festivals somewhere. But other than that, every Sunday night the club runs some sort of concert. And is there a regular format to what you do each week? Generally, we have local performers, but like an open mic for the first half, that's sort of from 7.30 till about 8.30, and then a booked act will kick in at about quarter to nine and run for about half past nine, sometimes quarter to ten. 
um, and they are either local musicians that we've booked to perform or they will be travelling artists through the country from previously overseas, but currently just national artists. Uh, yes, well, it is a very changed environment at the moment, isn't it, Bernadette? <laughs> Um, tell us about venue because I know that you've uh, you've 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 shifted venues from time to time through uh, for for all sorts of reasons. Where are you based now? We're now sharing the rooms, um, the Opaho Bowling Club rooms, which are up the top of Lovelock Avenue, um, part of the Botanical Gardens. Really, it's a beautiful area, and it also means that there's no concern which of interfering, you know, playing loud music or anything around with locals. No one is nearby, so we don't have to cope with things like the dog with two tails tails have had to cope with in recent times. Um, We were at Dundas Street, and we didn't have a problem there with volume, really. There was a motel next door, and they were fine with what we were doing. We just made sure that everything stopped by 11 o'clock, and then it was never a problem. But, yeah, so now we've moved up to the top of Lovelock Avenue. It's working well. Well, that's good to hear. Um, one can only imagine with uh, such a regular opportunity to meet that this, uh, this club becomes uh, very much um, the focus of some people's social lives. There would have been huge friendships forged over those years, yeah. I imagine, and also various different multiple combinations of players from time to time. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's very much the thing. You know, a lot of the bands sort of mix and match around the place. Um, in fact, it was funny, one night we put on a concert for, um, you know, in, in town for the general public and we just started the beginning of the night. I announced somebody on and from then on, musicians just left the stage sort of bit by bit. Someone would go off and announce somebody else on and the whole thing just morphed from the beginning of the night to the end because there were so many bands that constantly, you know, the members moved around and changed and they made different ramifications of each other all over the place. And you find that a lot in Dunedin too when you go out even into the um, the pubs and things. There's the same people often occurring in different areas. And it, it's great because people learn all sorts of styles from each other. It's a, a fantastic thing. Yes, you mentioned the mentorship aspect and I imagine that must be um, such a... a positive benefit for those who are early in their journey with their instrument or their voice or or just exploring um, you know their newfound interest in folk to be able to spend some time with some people who are uh, who've been immersed in it for many years and others who are new to it as well yeah that is a huge part of it um, and you don't need to be a member to come along to the club the main thing is if people turn up regularly they very quickly get that contact with other musicians and in most of the folk clubs in New Zealand now are eclectic we have been for a very long time so you will get jazz musicians blues countries country you know bluegrass everything classical musicians opera singers everyone comes and does things and the nights are all very different from one another so Anyone coming along to listen, as particularly beginners, are getting exposed to a whole range of styles, a whole lot of instruments, and and people will 
because everyone shuts up and listens, it's not like a pub. You know, some of the performers that are very experienced come through and all of a sudden they get nervous because the whole audience is <laughs> listening to them for a change. Um, yeah, but because of that, people very quickly, if you want help, there's always someone that you can talk to that will teach you. You know, people will just um ask for a bit of time with someone and someone will meet them and they give them free lessons, you know, one or two, just to help them improve whatever they're doing on their instrument and and especially even for the the way in which you perform, not just your skill on your instrument, but your ability to get up and and put something across to an audience. It stands out years and years ago. I was just thinking, you know, overnight about when I used to go to ARC. When you remember when ARC existed? Yes, here? indeed. Were you here? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the difference between the people who just went along there and the people who came from the folk club to perform there, just their skill at putting it across to the audience, their professionalism, getting on stage and being tuned up rather than standing there and fluffing about for ages getting the instrument out of its case. You know, all of those things, you just learn how to do that so well by attending the club. Now, you've mentioned, of course, that um, the general public very welcome to turn up to any of the club nights, but obviously being a member has um, its advantages. How does uh, someone go about becoming a, a member and what does that involve? Anyone could just um, turn up at the club and any Sunday night and you'll be able to join up. It's cheap as dirt. I think it's still only $25 for an individual um, 30 or 35, 40 I think for a whole family and we're not fussy about a family uh, a flat full of people can come and be a family as far as we're concerned um, people can just join up for the newsletter without being members, they can just let us know that they'd like to be on that and that way they can get a weekly information as to what's coming up what's happening um, and, yeah, people could just Google and the website, dunedinfolkclub.org.nz, and that will they will find out how to join there. People can join online. All right. What is coming up uh, uh, in the near future, Bernadette? This Sunday, this week, we're starting up for the year. The um, That first night is Songs of the Sea. So that's a bit of a, um, an open mic, really. Um, there will be some people doing shanties, there will be people doing other songs, who knows, someone might resurrect the Beach Boy song if they feel <laughs> skilled enough um, but yeah, so that's just a general open mic and we often make those themes because it encourages people to look outside of their normal repertoire instead of coming along and doing the same stuff that they're familiar with and comfortable with, they start looking for different sort of material which is good for a lot of us. Um, so that's that. The following week, I've forgotten. Um, I should have looked for you. Well, you can hop on um, the website and check it out, presumably. And, you, yep. and uh, you have a Facebook page too that people can follow? We do have a Facebook presence, yes. People can just get on there and just sort of um, go on and look on Facebook and they'll find the Negan Folk Club. The last couple of years, just finally, Bernadette, they've been a bit tough for musicians all around the world. Um, I suppose uh, 
we've been pretty fortunate here in Dunedin. The club will have been able to meet um, for a good part of uh, the last couple of years. We've probably had to miss a few through lockdowns and so forth. You'll be looking forward to a 2022 with a clear calendar and and uh, the opportunity to start welcoming others from out of town through um, into the club again. Well, we ha- yeah, we have been having musicians from around New Zealand most of last year. Um, and and yes, definitely, we're hoping we have still have no idea whether there'll be anything internationally happening this year. But with the range and the number of amazing musicians in New Zealand, we really haven't suffered. Um, yeah, it's it's we've got every Sunday booked already right through till the end of April. So there's no shortage of people wanting to perform and travel through the country and. Yep, so it's, it's certainly all still happening. Uh, we could talk forever, um, Bernadette, about um, you know some of the alumni that have come through, uh, some of the active <laughs> musicians who have uh, you know working in the professional sphere, others that are active now that are being involved in recording sessions with bands uh, from here and elsewhere. Um, what we yeah. can say, of course, is that there's a wealth of experience uh, and a great deal of companionship and friendship waiting for you if you do want to get yourself involved in Dunedin Folk Club, and certainly from an entertainment perspective, something on pretty much every week, even if you're just yep. a casual visitor, uh, it'll it'll be something that, uh, well, it'll probably, if you haven't been before, it'll change your life, that's for sure. I know it has for Bernadette and for many others. Bernadette's given 40 years to it. I'm sure there are others as well who've done the same. Yeah. Uh, Bernadette, it's thanks so much for taking some time to join us on the Awesome Morning Show and all the best for 2022. You're welcome. Thank you so much. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.